Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast for agents by agents, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. Jeff and Phil run a residential real estate team that'll close over $250 million worth of homes in 2018, and they are sharing their insights on growing a team and winning in the living room with actual buyers and sellers. Enjoy. Welcome to the Ask Jeff and Phil show, although today I have to apologize, we... we we have to delay the Jeff portion of the show. He will be here on Monday. But I'm ha- I happen to be in the office today because even though I'm on baby watch, there's no baby yet to watch. So I thought that I'd just come on and, and share a little bit of uh, something. while And if there's questions that you guys would like to ask Jeff and Phil, let me know. Otherwise, here we go. I want to talk about what I see being one of the biggest opportunities that is not captured in our business. The annuity is what the Callaways called it in their book, Super Agent, I believe. This book here, Super Agent, Keeping Your Client After the Sale. Wow, this is better than Social Security, page 79. Yes, Keeping Your Client After the Sale. So this is something that they referred to as an annuity back and I believe it was their first book, but it's something that has stuck with us. And it's something that I have kind of tried to keep focused in the forefront of our marketing plan because we work hard on lead generation in this wonderful world of real estate business that we play. And I know that we talk a lot about it, whether it's 25% of our budget versus, um, uh, 50% of our budget, which it's not, it's this portion of it, but Jeff and I have conversations a lot of which type of lead should we chase harder? And we have been very successful chasing internet leads. And when we help agents understand how to generate those internet leads, and sometimes we've even done it for them where we've generated those leads on their behalf, the challenge of closing those leads is real because on in, what's the industry average across the board? I think it's, uh, is it 2% yet of internet leads that close? Maybe. Is it 1%? That sounds more normal of internet leads that close. And so even if you're really good at generating a hundred leads a week, that means there's one house that's going to close a week. If you're 1%, if you're average for the country, right? You got to be above average in order to close 4% or 5% of those leads that come in. And that requires process and that requires a lot of time and a lot of, and, and help meaning people. And so when agents come into our system, oftentimes we can talk about that and they, they want that to be the answer. How can I generate leads for my business online? They, they want it to be, uh, oh, you just go here and you click this button and then the wonderful leads flow in, which can be done to a certain extent with Facebook and or with Google paid advertising or Zillow or whatnot. But that's not the game. The game is not generating the inquiry. The game is closing, converting the lead. Yes, actually getting them to buy or list their house with you. And it's hard because you're going from a cold, no trust established individual in wherever in the country to a closed client is a very long path because you have to build the trust. You have to move them down the path of 
beginning to end. And so when agents come in and their business is, has been booming in the past or their business hasn't been booming or they need to get a deal done today, it's funny. If you, it, I assume that most of you on the show are real estate professionals and in your business, you have some sort of steady stream of leads that come in. But if you needed a deal today, you needed to find somebody today that was going to buy or sell a house in the next 30 days, what would you do? Like, what is that mindset that you go to? If you have to find somebody who's going to buy a house today, what do you do? What's the best way to do that? I get, can I pull the audience? I don't know. Do we have an audience? Maybe we need Jeff to have an audience. Let me look around here. I think there's four people. That's me, this computer. I got four screens that I'm watching. So maybe there is no poll for the, I'll answer my own question here in the comments. How about that? Oh no, wait, where's my, write a comment. Uh, Bill said open house question mark. No, not open house. Elise Faye, thanks for coming aboard. Not open house. That might work, but you, there's too many variables there. Is anybody going to come to your open house? If you have to have a deal in order to help feed your family, in order to help pay your mortgage or your rent or whatever it is, in order to fund whatever that project is, otherwise this business, what is it that, that you do? I can't help but think you call people that you know. I can't help but think that you reach out to people that you have, that you reach out to people that you have a relationship with and you say, I don't know if maybe you could help me. Here's what I'm looking for. Here's what I do. Long way to say you are, you target focus your approach to people that already have a level of trust and respect or that at least know your name. So if I chase the people that know my name hard, I think I can find a deal today. And so with that same mentality of those that know your name are more likely to bring you business when you need it, that's where we need to start and to, and to continue our focus in this wonderful world of business. That's what the Callaways referred to as the um, annuity is that how we take care of our past clients is so important in this wonderful world of real estate that we play. It's what can allow you to turn down your marketing budgets on those costly things that close at 1%. Turn down, like at what point do you say, I have to focus my money on the most profitable avenue possible? And the ones that come home most frequently are the ones that have already come home, the ones that you've already worked with or the ones that already know you. And Seabach tells the story when he was working in the software, he was a software salesperson before he got into real estate. He got into real estate while he still worked there. And so he was going to work, meaning networking with other people while he had a real estate license. And so he would go in there and he would talk to the people about what he was doing in real estate. And you know what that would happen? They would talk to use him. They would buy houses with him. They would sell houses with him because he was communicating with people that they, that he knew that already had a level of trust for him. So once he got the deals going and he left his job, now he no longer had that captive audience. And so he had to come up with more creative ways to stay in touch with people that know and trust him. And so in your business, what are you doing to be relevant today to the people that know and trust you? How have you redesigned yourself 
How have you redesigned your marketing? How have you updated the messaging that you use to be relevant in 2018? Because you have to. Not, it's not about just staying in touch with your people. It's about staying in touch with your people with the right message at the right time. And so we focus on it a lot. Right, Mo Man? Yep. You're working on a program right now that we've talked about for the last four weeks on what our, pro, on what our package is going to be that's going out to our past clients on how we're going to engage them into our systems. And so we spend a lot of time on that because that is one of the more profitable things that we can all do to make sure that our business lasts in this wonderful world that we, that we work in right now. And it's funny because as we're now getting a little bit of um, publicity on the CBOC team for... Uh, the volume that we do in this marketplace and the, the quote-unquote disruptors that are out there that have come in and are capturing a portion of the market share, people are asking us, hey, what's your opinion on how agents should compete with these types of things? How can we be prepared to combat the market share that these people, that these companies are going to be taking? And the answer is always the same, from my opinion, and that's we've got relationships with clients. We've got relationships with individuals so that we have to maintain those. We can't let those die out. And we all know that if we stop communicating in any relationship, what happens? There it goes off, off into the sunset. It's gone. And so I just wanted to come on and I apologize that we don't have the, the Jeff and Phil portion of today's show, but I wanted to come on to say, please, please, today, now, communicate with those people that you have come into contact with, because, I'm sorry, let's put a plan, communicate with the people that know and trust you, and have an established focus on getting physical mail out the door, email out of your inbox to them. I guess into your scent box. Was that, is that fair? Uh, social media posts targeting them. And so once you figure out what those systems are that work for you, meaning that you have established this now for three months for, that's probably all it's going to take because you're going to get three things out the door, three pieces of physical mail out the door over those three months to these people that know you, because you have to, you have to establish a habit right? And people can see you improve. Don't think that you've got to come in and be commercial quality right out of the gate. That doesn't, you coming in commercial quality right out of the gate isn't necessarily the right answer. What I like to, what I like to let your followers, if you will, or your tribe, as some people refer to it, who wrote tribe? Was it Seth Godin? Now I got to look. Seth Godin tribe. Yes, tribes. So the name of the book by Seth Godin is tribes. So as your tribe is following your career, if you will, in real estate or leverage or starting to look at you as an expert in this field, know that we have to get that. There's a path that they follow until they're ready to, to place that call and actually uh, send you business. But it's okay if it first looks like this. And then the next one that you send out looks a little bit better. I don't have one that looks a little, here, here's a, now, now this uses typing, but is, um, uh, not a great quality. And then the next one that you sent out looks a little bit better. And the next one looks a little bit better. Like they start to appreciate that growth path that you're on and it helps sell the story. Hey, right. We're just digging through drawers now. They start to appreciate that growth path that you're on and they, they like to watch the, the show of, I don't know, 
what's your name? They like to see how you're doing. Um, okay, sorry, I, I am on Baby Watch and my wife is still pregnant. They like to see what it is that now you're working on. They don't know what is going on in our world the way that we all do. Like we live in this world on a regular basis. So for us to talk about Zillow and instant offers or open door or offer pad or whatever, 3d home tours or coming soon, like all that stuff that we get so wrapped up in and our sound bites and give them nuggets, they appreciate it. And now you become the person that they're able to talk about to their friends when they say, Oh, did you hear what's going on over here? Did you know this? Cause everybody likes to talk about real estate. It's just up to you to be the one that educates them so that they learn something so that they can look good in front of their friends. So here's what happens. You figure that out, right? You start by sending content to your people that trust you. And now you realize that the hard part is figuring out what the content is that you need to send. And so you you need to increase the amount of people that get that content. And so if right now there's 45 people that trust you, that know your name, that you want to include on your database, that's fine. And you put together this program where now you it's a focus that you're going to be sending out content to them on a regular basis. Then the game is just how do I increase the number from 45 to 50, from 50 to 60, from 60 to 120, from 120 and beyond. And so now your database grows and grows and grows because Anytime you come into contact with somebody that owns a house in an area that you would be willing to sell or help somebody buy, that person needs to get added to your database. And so that they get that content that you're doing, they're getting that story that you're selling, I guess, through the, through the communication that you do. So I don't know if it helps. We can talk about specific ideas on how we do that. It has evolved. I'll tell you that right now. It used to be a Word document that we would hack up with like border boxes. You know how you can put like a box on a Word document and have different borders and type things in. And then we would trifold it. And I actually had, I used to pay my sister to trifold our marketing flyers, stuff them in an envelope. Well, I don't even remember what I would pay her. It wasn't, but she would then put a stamp on it and put a label on and get them out the door. Like sometimes you got to be a little guerrilla marketing in your, in your approach to get it going. And then as the business starts coming in and you can start to increase your level, now we have a graphics guy that's on retainer. So he's able to make our pieces look more polished, but it didn't start that way. And I don't want to get lost in what we do now is the way that you it might not be helpful for you today in your business. So where are you in your business? Let's figure out how we can get that done with your budget and your time frame, and in and, and the best way possible. And so, I don't know. I hope that helps. Like I said, I think that that is the most important ignored piece in this marketing world that we're all playing. Elise Faye, I got a question or I got a, I got a, I got a comment. Thank you. I used to mail trifold with labels and stamps, very basic, but then grew it from there. Start somewhere. Great info. Agreed, Elise. And sometimes the hardest part, like we, Elise, you, you and I still know that the hardest part is figuring out what to say. So once you spend the mental energy figuring out what to say and then creating the document of how you're going to say it and what's going to go out, you would much rather have that go to a thousand people than 10 people. That's how we leverage. That's how we leverage our time. That's how we grow our business. And so then the game, knowing that that's a piece of what we're doing, the game becomes adding more people to our system. So when somebody walks into my open house, it's not necessarily my goal to get that person to buy or sell a house. Obviously, I want to sell the house that I'm in. 
And if that person buys this house, wonderful. If not, can I get that person to be in my database? Can I get a little bit of information from that person, whether it's an email, a, a mailing address, or a phone number into my database so that then I can stay in touch with them with the content that I'm coming up with to stay in touch with the other people already anyway? You with me? As uh, Jeff and I have taught a lot of classes uh, and you know, spoken at different sessions in wherever, California, Nevada, Arizona, we've had uh, one, of the, one of the things that I like to ask the crowd is which word is, uh, is the most disliked word in this industry? Because we go to all these self-help style seminars, right? That's what we teach, these self-help for agent style, style seminars. And I say, which word do you like less? Is it database or is it scripts? And you're usually in this like 50-50 world because neither one of those are sexy, but both of them are helpful. And this isn't about scripts. This is more about database, but I don't want you to get lost in that word database. Oh yeah, I know I need to do that. Then don't even use that word. Just figure out what you're going to send to your people that know and trust you today. Because if you need a deal, what are you going to do? If you need a deal today, who are you going to call? Who are you going to, how are you going to find a deal today if you need one? Are you going to knock on door? Like a lot of times what people do is you call the people that you know. Hey, neighbor, go knock on your neighbor's door. Vince, buddy, hey, I know I haven't talked to you in a while, but I just, uh, I need your help. Today I'm looking, uh, as you know, I'm a real estate agent and I just don't know if you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell because I've got uh, whatever, fill in the blank of value for him. And that's actually, I'm going to bring it into a different point that is related to this. And that's one of the Jim Rohn statements that came from uh, The Compound Effect, which is one of my uh, go-to books of inspiration. Because I'm not a big, like, I don't spread my book reading around to 80 different books. I go, I like to listen to The Compound Effect over and over again, because if I can actually implement what he talks about in that, and if I can fully understand what is discussed in that, how, how, what else do I need? But one of the quotes that he uses is talk about things that matter to people who care. And that is the biggest portion of marketing that you're going to have to figure out if you're doing it on your own is what is the message that this person I'm sending this information to cares about? And how do I wrap whatever it is that I'm trying to say in something that helps them and talk about things that matter to people who care. And so the reason why I got down that train is because I thought about me knocking on Vince's door. What am I going to talk to him about? I got to figure out how to wrap my message of what I'm trying to get out. And that's, I need something that I need a transaction, but how can I talk about it in a way that he cares about, right? That actually is the fun, creative game of marketing that I love to play. And um, hopefully you do too. So if you guys have ideas or if you um, want ideas, wait a minute. Oh, she wants to FaceTime. Let's see. Are you still pregnant? Still pregnant. Okay, cool. I'm on a Facebook live session on Jeff and Phil's originals. Can I call you back? Yeah. All right, love you. Bye. Still pregnant. That's a wonderful thing. Actually, it's not. We're ready to we're ready to get this done. All right, guys. Thank you for the session today. There you go. 20 minutes to win it. Hope you have a good one. Happy Wednesday. See you Monday. Thank you for listening to the solution hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. 
Save today by following us on soundcloud.com forward slash Ask Jeff and Phil or download the Apple Podcast app and search for The Solution, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. You can find links to all of our social media platforms in our description, including a Facebook group link to The Solution presented by Ask Jeff and Phil. Jeff and Phil would also like our fans to know that Agent Metrics is now Agent Truth. If you have questions, please leave a comment below and we will answer those questions on Facebook Live Mondays and Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.